Hello, hello, and welcome back to Santana's Nerve Flow Podcast. I'm your host and the captain of this ship, Santana. Well, it's that time of year again. It's the holiday season, so happy holidays, everyone. And with that being said, we're going to get into a few holiday classic holiday films here in this month with a few of my episodes just focusing on those classic holiday films. And with this one, we're going to start off with a very, very classic film. We're talking about 1989's Christmas Vacation. So let's get into it. So Christmas Vacation, I have spoke about this uh, film on on. A previous episode, I believe on my holiday episode last year, I believe it was my number seventh ranked favorite holiday film. But um, let's get let's deep dive a little bit more into the film because I, I truly, really do love this film. It's very, very funny. So this movie was written, but not directed by John Hughes, but I believe he was also a producer. He had a lot of impact on the film. So box office wise... It cost twenty five million to make this movie, and it made a it made a decent amount of money. It made seventy three point three million dollars. Um, I believe opening weekend it wasn't number one because I believe it came out are on the same weekend as uh, Back to the Future Part Two, so that had number one. And then I believe it didn't reach number one until its third week, but it had legs. It kept on going, as you can see. It made seventy three point three million, and it's it's been a cl- holiday classic ever since. Let's look at the. There's a lot of returning cast members from the previous vacation films. Um, we're talking about uh, National Lampoon's Vacation, National Lampoon's European Vacation. We got obviously the head of the household, the dad of the family, the husband. We're talking about Clark Griswold, played by Chevy Chase. We got Ellen Griswold, played by Beverly D'Angelo. We got an, uh, another uh, ch- change in the cast of of the children. I believe every every film they changed the the kids, uh, the actors and actresses who played the kids. We're talking about playing Audrey Griswold. We got Juliet Lewis and playing Rusty Griswold. We got Johnny Galecki, and they actually um, changed the ages of them too, because Rusty was always the older brother and Audrey was the younger sister. When this film, Audrey's the older sister and Rusty's the younger brother. We also got playing um, uh, Clark's dad, Clark Griswold Senior. We got John Randolph. We also got playing his mom. Mom, Diane Ladd. Uh, Diane Ladd is the actress. She's playing Nora Griswold. We got also, we got um, Art Smith. He's, he's played by E.G. Marshall. We got um, playing, um, what's the, the mom's name? Um, Ellen, Ellen Griswold. <laughs> we got her mom. She's played by uh, the great Doris Roberts and she's Francis. We got um, returning from the previous films. We got Cousin Eddie. He's played once again by Randy Quaid. We got... Um, um, cousin Catherine, played by Marion Flynn as well, also returning. Um, quite a few people that did return, and a lot of other new characters. Um, pretty much, it's a giant family reunion during the holidays. It, it's one of those crazy, crazy holiday films that you see that, you, that sometimes you feel your own holiday vacation looks like. And I got to say, like I said before, from all the National Lampoon's films, well, not the all the National Lampoon's, but the vacation, the strictly National Lampoon's vacation films, this is really my all-time favorite of all of them. It, just, it, it doesn't have the road trip aspect of it. But it's, it has the crazy wild antics. It has the family dynamics. It has the um, just Chevy, Chevy Chase's comedy all over the place. 
It's it's I mean to me it's hilarious, <laughs> especially Chevy Chase. He has a lot of physical comedy that he does in this film, from when he's putting up the Christmas lights and and he's he's messing around with the ladder. He falls down the ladder. He he slides down the ladder. He gets hooked upside down on the ladder. He falls off the roof. He get he starts swinging off the roof <laughs> from the Christmas lights. It's just a lot of physical comedy that he does. Or when he's in the attic and he he's walking, he gets locked in the attic and then he's walking around. He falls through the roof in there into his son's bed. And then there's just humor laid out throughout the whole film with not just Chevy Chase, but like everyone in the in the cast. <laughs> but I mean, overall, the film, like I said, it's it's a uh, it's a uh, like a family reunion during the holidays. Uh, it's uh, I mean, usually you do a couple of days before Christmas, but this family, they're coming like two weeks before Christmas and they're just they're just making Clark Griswold's life a living hell, even though he's trying to make the perfect uh, Christmas. Like I say, he's putting up the lights. He puts up the lights for like half the film. And at the end, it's like, I believe you said it was what 25,000 light bulbs <laughs> and it causes like a nuclear reactor and like half the half the neighborhood loses its power. <laughs> but, and you can see the. The, the house from from space pretty much but it's stuff like that that really cracks me up throughout the film and then even before the lights even turn on where he couldn't get them on he has this big old thing going on where he wants everyone to see it's a, the big debut of all the lights he plugs it in and nothing happens he keeps trying to plug it in and nothing happens and it just pisses him off <laughs> he goes like on a tirade he starts beating up <laughs> beating up the the santa claus uh little light thing that little uh you, you know what they are that people always have them in front of their houses during the holidays the little fake santas and the reindeers that are supposed to light up he beats that thing up and the funny thing is he's supposed to punch all he's supposed to punch the santa and the reindeers and he's he hit the santa claus so hard that in real life he actually broke his pinky but instead of uh, just stop filming he just continued continued on going and changed it where instead of punching the rest of them he just starts kicking the rest of them so he just stayed in character and kept on going and that's <laughs> like stuff like that it's just so funny stuff like that and chevy chase he he's a supreme actor he just keeps going he doesn't he doesn't let a, a broken pinky stop the scene from going i remember watching this film as a kid but seen as an adult you kind of see it a little differently because some of the jokes go over your head as a kid and and not for nothing there's a lot of profanity in this film <laughs> like clark griswold bro he he like at the beginning of the film when he's talking to um like the the bosses from his company there's like a whole line of them there's like 10 of them as they're walking past him he he's like merry christmas happy holidays uh go to hell kiss my ass kiss his ass happy hanukkah <laughs> just random shit like that that just cracked me up and then there i mean there's profanity throughout i mean not crazy it's not like like fucking f-bombs all over the place but we're watching as a kid like it's like oh he said a bad word and then there's like that scene where he's buying the lingerie for his wife and he's talking to the sales lady the lingerie sales lady and he's just staring at her breast and, and he came in talk he, he he uses the the panties as uh as like a kleenex to wipe him down. and then she shows him the that the the underwear doesn't have like a line so she she hikes up her skirt and then his son shows up and he's like you see no lines son and he's like yeah dad no lines and he looks back like oh shit 
<laughs> like stuff like that just just cracked me up throughout this film. It still cracks me up every time I watch it. Not for nothing, but Clark got a lot of funny ass relatives. Like like uh who is it? His aunt uh Bethany. She's she's uh I guess she's the oldest one in the family. I don't know how she was supposed to be in the film, eighty or ninety, but she doesn't remember half the people. <laughs> and she she just says random stuff like, Oh, did did I pass gas? I'm sorry. <laughs> and then they ask her to say um the grace during the the dinner and she starts saying the pledge of allegiance <laughs> and then freaking uh randy quaid he he jumps up and and stands up and salutes <laughs> and you have her husband i believe who was it uncle lewis he had the he had the toupee under his top hat when he took out the top hat the toupee came off and he's always smoking cigar uh, not cigarettes so always smoking the cigars and he ends up freaking burning down the Christmas tree with one cigar and light his ass on fire <laughs> and Clark, man boy that was me boy I would have whooped his ass boy Clark, Clark took it in stride though and then when he they're out the whole family's outside he's smoking another cigarette he throws it into the sewer or the match into the sewer and it blows up because <laughs> it has all the gas and i don't know what it was they said it was like a it's not a gas leak it's just there was a lot of gas under there and then um what's his name the the cousin he he filled it up with like the all the crap from his rv <laughs> so it just it was just a combustible combination <laughs> and it blew him he it didn't die but it blew him sky high <laughs> And then let's not forget about uh, the squirrel, <laughs> the squirrel that's in the Christmas tree. But before we get into the squirrel, let's talk about the actual Christmas tree, this giant ass Christmas tree that, that Clark drove all the way out into the mountains to get. He forgets his axe, so they have to dig it out from the ground. It, and it's just a huge ass tree. And then when they get in the house and he like unties it, it just spreads so big. It takes up like the whole living room. It, it breaks through the windows. It the, the the top is way past the roof <laughs> and then a couple of days they don't know that there's a squirrel living in there so the, squ the squirrel gets out and all, all hell breaks loose you got the squirrel running around the cat running around the rottweiler running around all the people running around i mean it's just a squirrel open the door and let it out <laughs> But it's all pretty funny stuff. There's all types of little small gags that are pretty funny too. Because of the tree, Clark has so much sap on his hands. Like when he's going to bed, he's reading a magazine, and the papers keep sticking to his hands. He he touches his uh, wife's hair, and the hair gets stuck to him. He turns off the light, and the lamp gets stuck to him because the tree had so much sap. But I mean, it doesn't really make sense because then how how do he get his pajamas on about getting his hands stuck to his pajamas? But I mean, it was pretty. Funny funny i'm not gonna lie it was pretty funny and then you have um what's his name cousin cousin eddie he steals uh he kidnaps not steals he kidnaps clark's boss because clark receives his quote-unquote christmas bonus and it's not a bonus it's like a donation for uh i don't know a jelly of the month club or some shit like that <laughs> like what the hell is that bro i'd be pissed off too <laughs> And that sends Clark into a crazy profanity rant about his boss. And he says he wish he had it. If anyone had, has any Christmas ideas for him, for any gifts, he wish he had his boss brought to him so, so he can let him know how he feels. So Eddie takes it to heart and goes and kidnaps his boss and brings him over. But in the end, the boss realizes, like kind of being cheap with all his employees is, is like the wrong move. So he, he tells Clark um, to add 20% 
to his bonus from last year and Clark just faints because <laughs> Clark had put in a down payment for a swimming pool for the house. So he was hope he was uh, counting on that money. So, <laughs> but it's stuff like that that really cracked me up. Uh, I mean, like I said, there's a lot, a lot of funny things in the film, a lot of funny scenes, a lot of funny quotes, but it also had a lot of, a lot of um, like heartfelt moments, like when Clark's niece um, tells him that, Santa Claus didn't come to their house last year because he could, I guess he couldn't find her or whatever. And Clark tells her that oh, Santa Claus always comes to his house. So don't worry. And then he, he feels bad that they, they haven't had like a good Christmas. So he, he wants to give them a good Christmas. He takes Eddie shopping to buy them some Christmas gifts and stuff. And Eddie's like, oh, I, I can't let you do that, Clark. And he's he's like, no, I insist. I, I, want, I want you kids to have a good Christmas. And then Eddie whips out this giant ass list. He's like, okay, here's a few things that, that probably make them happy. And then he's like, why don't you throw in something there for yourself, Clark? Something nice. <laughs> Shoot, I didn't even mention their neighbors that hate the Christmas. <laughs> I'm talking about uh, Nicholas Guest playing Todd Chester and Julie Louis Drivers playing Marco Chester. We got Elaine in the film, and th this is Elaine before Elaine. I gotta say, 1989, right? Uh, it's probably right about right around when Seinfeld was starting. But uh, they're they're hilarious in the film too, and I mean, you kind of feel for them too. Why they hate the Griswolds? Clark is always fucking up their house. <laughs> I mean, when he when Clark fell off the roof, he he shot like an icicle into their house through their window into their stereo system uh i mean it's all types of stuff like that they're trying to have like a romantic evening and all the christmas lights finally turn on and it blinds them they're falling all over the place breaking their backs and stuff <laughs> and they had a lot of good physical comedy as well like i said this film is very very funny i mean if you haven't seen this film by now national lampoon's christmas vacation i mean where have you been you gotta you gotta get on it it's just one of those films that every every holiday season I gotta watch it's it's just one of those classic like I said I have it on my top 10 uh holiday films I got it at number seven I believe but uh I mean it could go up higher it's, it really is a funny ass movie and it's a film as an adult now I can actually relate to <laughs> trying to trying to set up a, a perfect Christmas putting up the lights and having family together or getting together with family I can relate to it a lot more now as an adult it's pretty funny I'm not gonna lie but overall I, I really really genuinely love this film it's not my all-time favorite uh holiday film but i i definitely definitely watch it every year and i suggest you guys and gals watch it also it, it really is if you haven't seen it i'm telling you you're, you're missing out on a good holiday classic well ladies and gentlemen guys and gals it looks like it's that time again it looks like the ship has returned to the docks well as always thank you for listening and i'll catch you on the next one have a good one
What's wrong? Honey. <laughs> it's bigger than you expected? <laughs> Smaller? What is it? It's a, it's a one year membership in the Jelly of the Month Club. <laughs> oh, God. Clark, that's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. That it is, Edward. That it is indeed. I'm sorry, Clark. This isn't the biggest bag over the head punch in the face I ever got. God damn it! Son. last-minute gift ideas for me. I have one. Hmm. I like Frank Shirley, my boss, right here tonight. I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there in Melody Lane with all the other rich people. And I want him brought right here with a big ribbon on his head. And I want to look him straight in the eye and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood Sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> <laughs> 